You're listening to Rama for Today. I know. You know, a lot of people say, well, I know what's mine, though, and I've got my say-so, and I'm going to have it. I've got my rights, and I'm going to have them, no matter how much they may hurt someone else. But see, this says love doesn't insist on its own rights. We'll never make it, friends. We'll never grow up spiritually and grow to the place where God wants us to be until we start believing in God and believing in love. It's the best way, and it is your way. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan and his series on Growing Up Spiritually. You see, the love of God, friends, is in our heart. But it may be like the talent that was wrapped in a napkin and hidden in the earth. We may not use it. But that love of God is in our hearts. The text that we read said so. If we would use it and learn to let that love dominate us, it would make a difference in our lives. It would cure the ills in our homes. This kind of love has never been to a divorce court and will never go. It was natural human love that went there. Natural human love can turn to hatred when it doesn't get its way. It will fight and fuss and claw and knock and cuss and be mean. Divine love, when it is reviled, revileth not again. Now, I didn't say Christians haven't been to a divorce court. They have. But they weren't letting the love of God dominate them. God wants us to grow. And thank God we can grow in love. The Bible speaks of being made perfect or mature in love. No, we haven't been made perfect in love yet, but we can be, and some of us are on our way. The God kind of love is not interested in what I can get, but in what I can give. Do you see how that can solve all the problems in our homes? Too many are selfish. And even though they're Christians, they let the natural dominate them. What can I get? I'm not going to take this. I'm not going to take that. I'm not going to put up with this. I, 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 I. That's all it is. And that's all the talk. It's true in churches. I know in one church I pastored. I was just a young man even before I married. And I rented a room from a couple in the church. Well, this man knew the Bible. He had a marvelous experience with God. But he was the type that said, I've got my say-so and I'm going to have it. I'm a member of that church just as much as anyone else is. And I've got my say-so. Well, he had his say-so. So did others until everything was wrecked. Everything was wrecked. And the church just simply died and closed down. I went off and left it. And, it, and they don't even have a church there today. Well, you see, the thing about it is, that these dear ones, bless their darling hearts, never did grow spiritually. They never got above the babyhood stage of Christianity. They remained babies. They didn't grow. As children of God, friends, the nature of God's in us, and God's nature is love. So it's natural for us spiritually to love. But if I let my outward man and my mind dominate me, that love nature in my heart is kept prisoner. Let's release the love of God that's within us. Now, what about this kind of love, this God kind of love we're talking about? What are its characteristics? Well, the Bible's clear. They're given to us in 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter. 
Now, it's to be regretted, really, friends, that the King James translates the Greek word for divine love, agape, as charity. My favorite translation of this expose on love is Amplified. Let's look into the Amplified translation, begin with the fourth verse. Love endures long and is patient and kind. You know, a lot of people endure long, but they aren't patient and kind while they do it. They just suffer long because they have to. I've suffered all I'm going to. I'm not going to have it this way anymore, they say. Love is never envious nor boils over with jealousy. You see, it's natural human love that's jealous. This kind of love doesn't boil over with jealousy. Love is not boastful or vainglorious, does not display itself haughtily. It is not conceited, arrogant, and inflated with pride. It's not rude, unmannerly, does not act unbecomingly. Love, God's love in us, does not insist on its own rights or its own way, for it is not self-seeking. Now, I wish you would take time to let that soak in. I know, you know, a lot of people say, well, I know what's mine, though, and I've got my say-so, and I'm going to have it. I've got my rights, and I'm going to have them, no matter how much they may hurt someone else. But see, this says love doesn't insist on its own rights. We'll never make it, friends. We'll never grow up spiritually and grow to the place where God wants us to be until we start believing in God and believing in love. It's the best way, and it is your way. Now let's go on reading there in 1 Corinthians 13, Amplified Translation. Love is not touchy or fretful or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it, pays no attention to a suffered wrong. Now here is love's thermometer. Here is the love gauge. It's very easy to find out whether or not you're walking in love. When you begin to take account of the evil done to you, you're not walking in love. As long as you walk in God and stay full of the Spirit, you won't take account of the evil done to you. I know through the years many things have happened to me just as they have to you. I've had ministers and even relatives tell me I wouldn't take that. I wouldn't put up with that. Not me. But I just kept my mouth shut, never said a word, smiled and stayed happy. Now, why? Well, you know, friends, I wouldn't even take time to deny it if they told on me that I'd kill my grandma. I'd just keep shouting hallelujah, praise God, glory to God, just go on. See, you'll come out on top in the long run. I know even ministers have told me, there must be a weakness in your character. You never take up for yourself. No, it's a strength, because love never fails. Many have failed and have even died prematurely because they lived so in the natural they couldn't take advantage of the privileges and rights of a child of God which belonged to him. They were always fussing and fighting until it had an effect upon their bodies. Well, I'm going to go fight anybody. I'm going to love everybody. Praise God and preach the truth. Now notice this text said, Love takes no account of the evil done to it. Now that has to be the God kind of love. Because, see, we were enemies of God, and God didn't take account of the evil we had done to Him. He sent Jesus to redeem us. He loved us while we were yet sinners. Love pays no attention to a suffered wrong. Well, you see, he's talking about love, God's love, and that it pays no attention. Now, you see, a lot of times, so many people are walking in natural human love. 
and they sure pay attention to a suffered wrong. They get all puffed up. Now, a husband and a wife, both are Christians, will get mad, won't speak for a week because of some wrong. I know I'm on some of your toes, but I just want to stand there a while. Now, can't you see how it would straighten things out for us in the home, the church, the nation, for men to become children of God and get the love of God in them and then live in the family of God as children of God? Now, we go on reading. Love does not rejoice at injustice and unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes. Someone said, I just can't take it any longer. Love can. I just can't put up with him any longer. Well, think about God. He's putting up with all of us. I've taken just about all I can. Well, that's old natural human love. The love of God in you bears up under everything. And then he went on to say, Love is ever ready to believe the best of every person. Now, natural human love is ready to believe the worst of every person. It's ever ready to believe the worst about the husband, the worst about the wife, the worst about the children. But this God kind of love is ever ready to believe the best of every person, husband, wife, brother, or sister in the church, children. Believe the best of every person. You know, I've traveled across the country in the ministry, and it's amazing what you hear on this preacher and on that preacher, this person, that person, this deacon, that deacon, this Sunday school teacher, that Sunday school teacher, this singer, that singer. I never pay the least bit of attention to any of them. I don't believe a word of it. I believe the best of everyone. Children, friends, ought to have the right to be brought up in this kind of a love atmosphere. They'll go out in life's fight and win. But when you see the worst in your children, always telling them, you'll never amount anything, you won't do this, you won't do that, they'll live up to what you say. Though they may have missed it, when you see the best in them and love them rightly, it will bring the best out of them. They will amount to something. Now, let's go on reading from Amplified Translation of the 13th chapter of 1 Corinthians. Love's hopes are fadeless under all circumstances, and it endures everything without weakening. Love never fails, never fades out or becomes obsolete or comes to an end. You see, if you walk in love, you'll not fail. Love never fails. We're interested in spiritual gifts, and we ought to be. But we ought to be interested in love first. Because this chapter tells us prophecies will fail, tongues will cease, knowledge shall vanish away. But thank God love never fails. Oh yes, I believe in prophecy and prophesying. I believe in tongues. Thank God for it. But you can exercise these things outside of love and they become a sounding brass and a tinkling cymbal. The thing about it is this. Let's have prophecy. Let's have tongues. Let's have faith. Let's have knowledge. But let's have love with it. Let's put love first because we're in the family of love and have become acquainted with our Heavenly Father who is a God of love. We ought to want to learn. We ought to want to grow. We ought to want to grow in love until we are made perfect in love. Now, I haven't been made perfect in love yet. Have you? But did you know that the Bible says that we can? Not in the next world, but in this world. I believe some of us are going to make it. 
I'm not going to quit just because I haven't made it yet. I'm going to keep after it. Thank God for His Word and thank God for His love. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources, including messages that expound on this week's subject. Visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. This month's package starts out with the one CD from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, How to Train the Human Spirit. Also in this offer is Ken Hagan's book, It's Your Move. These two resources are for the discounted price of $10. That's $9.95 in savings. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. If you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. we got camp meeting coming up July the 24th through the 29th. Uh, Right here on the Rama campus, the Sunday evening service is at 6 p.m. And then Monday through Friday, it's 10 a.m. to 30 p.m. and 7.30 p.m. And, of course, I'll be speaking. Craig, our son, will be speaking. Charles Cowan, Mark Hankins, Daryl Huffman, Steve Haup, David Sharon, and Earl Gleason. It's, It's a good lineup. And then at the same time, we have the Summer Blitz. Our daughter, it's hosted by her. She's uh, Pastor Denise Burns, Student Ministries and Family Life Pastor. And we have guest speakers. They got teen talks. And then they have a special outing on Friday. And the times are the same. All that information can be found at rama.org. So just go there and check it out. And be sure and get ready to come. Hotel information is there and everything. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagan's life-changing series. That's next time on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.